BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. He's whiter than the Mormon Jesus, this Jehovah's Jesus. He's about to be called penis for, for the rest of his time there. Way to set me up for a fall, you guys. It's a great looking dick. How big was that thing? It's large. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode 196 of the program, Thanksgiving week, everyone's favorite holiday, every adult male's favorite holiday for sure, coming this week, hope everyone has a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving holiday, unless you're Canadian, in which case your Thanksgiving was last month. Joining me now, as always, it's everyone's favorite co-host of the show, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I mean, like you said, Thanksgiving week. I mean, I'm in heat. I love this it's holiday. The best. It's the best. Best. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I think we should just talk about the the funny aspect of all these sexual assaults. It's, and it's when it rains, it pours. It is pouring, and it's gonna. It the forecast is gloomy for men for a couple months, and. Deservedly so. I mean, unfortunately, people are getting grouped together with like fucking pederas. Yeah, when there's just grabby or something like. Right. I mean, the fucking head of the the Toy Story director today went down. Like fucking everybody. I know like, he was he was putting it out there to Rashida Jones. I mean, who could blame him? <laughs> she quit the set of t- Toy Story Four. I mean, like that's yeah. th- this is a Pixar movie. And yeah, too on. creepy. I know, and he's a guy who loves hula shirts. He wears like he. I think he's like real into cars. I, he did that movie Cars because I I see him in like a lot of Route sixty six, yes, like yes. Hawaiian style shirts, like and real guy, dad style. I mean, the guy is like one of the great innovators of our time. Like Pixar was just some fucking weird brand that Steve Jobs owned but did nothing with. Yeah, and then this guy Lassiter turned like that type of movie into you know an entire genre. Yeah, and now he's. Now they're owned by Disney, and he's like head of animation at yeah. Disney. 
And deep down, he's just a grabby creep in a hula shirt. Yeah, just a chubby guy um, that's that's horny as fuck. But the fun, the thing that I like, I laugh and cringe about. It's like one, when Louis C.K. has got like teenage daughters. How yeah. do you think those conversations are going? Like, oh, Dad, you were forcing people to watch you beat off. Like, yeah, that's. I mean, do you that, talk about not, that? It's one thing if some shit in the news happened. To me, like, I don't know how well I could uh, shield my 10-year-old son from. Sure. Maybe my 8-year-old. Yeah. But, but no. I mean, I absolutely can't imagine a teenager. Like, everybody knows about this shit. And he's got to, like, still spend time with his daughters. This, that's a weird one. Well, you never want to know about your parents masturbating. I wonder, because unless it's on... Logan Paul's YouTube channel. Like, I don't know that my kids would find out about it unless, unless PewDiePie (laughs) made reference to whatever happened to me. I don't think, I don't think that it would cross my children's attention unless somebody made it into a meme that made it onto a meme Instagram (laughs) page. They might not, they might not encounter my, if they're they're teenagers, if they're high school, like, like Louis's daughters, they, they gotta know daddy is a real freak. Yeah. And you gotta, I mean, it's creepy, but you gotta respect the confidence of Charlie Rose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, can you imagine just, you're totally cool walking around naked, like in front of women. Like, I mean, even if he's, he's going with a semi like you don't want to bring that out unless you think there's a potential well yes agreed for sure definitely <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta have you a would, good inkling that they're gonna wanna right. that they're gonna like what they see now charlie rose do we you want to do a how fucking old is this guy on charlie rose yeah i mean i saw him like you know one of those shitty tmz videos on the street today or yesterday, whenever it was, and the way he was moving, he looked yeah. real old. So I'm, I mean, yeah, we we know the drinking water was fucked up in the seventies and eighties. Yep. I'm still gonna say he's in his late seventies. Pretty close. I was guessing that he's he was had hung an eight spot. I, I would have guessed like 78 or 9. Yeah, you're pretty close. He's 75 years old, 1942 he's born. And he's kind of, he's 6'3". He kind of looks like he's got that um, Abraham Lincoln, Tony Robbins sort of gigantism thing happening, yeah. like overactive pituitary gland. So that does, do, does, do you think Tony Rob- Robbins is packing oh, yeah. major heat? 100%. Like that's, that grows. Yes, it's everything. Right. It's everything. So I imagine he's he's packing a real fucking, like that, he's got a headline of his own in his pants. That's and a that's, ton of confidence, though. That's, that's why he's, plus he was a, he was a local newsman in D.C. Right. At we the, know what that is. There was a whole movie right? about it's, it. It's like those guys were fucking rock stars in the 70s and 80s. And all they did, they would like drink on the set. There was Keith Morrison used to be a, you could probably find it on YouTube, Keith Morrison from Dateline used to be a local newsman in, uh, in here in LA. 
And there was like behind the scenes, you know, where they where they cut to commercial and the cameras still roll. He would like go, all right, and news at eleven, and then he just reached down underneath the set and underneath his desk and pull out a Budweiser that he just had going the entire time <laughs> while they were making the bag of news. So these, these and they made the most with, money for their their stations. Totally, that was that was the money maker. So That's they could they, sold they the could spots. be doing they could be doing blow like on the set and they'd have to you know everyone would have to just. Oh, along with their it. contracts would come up and there'd be massive bidding wars among because there's only three channels. Like if you right. have the hot newsman, everyone's watching the five o'clock news to see Paul Moyer or Charlie Rose or whoever the big guy is in your town. And so they would they would fight to get these guys in the mix. So it doesn't shock me that he's got the confidence, although it is kind of like one I saw one woman was his assistant and she would have to come work at his house and she'd yeah, that's- be she and she was like, you know, young and cute. She was probably like in her late twenties, early thirties. And she would just be there working at her computer and he would just come fucking strolling into the room, buck ass, naked fucking Charlie all, Rose. All cocksure. Yes. <laughs> I uh just back to the drinking thing. Yeah. Uh I used to work like like diagonally across the street from Rockefeller Center. So the the local NBC was out of that building as well as like, you know, Conan or whoever, the old Letterman show. Um, and so sometimes we would be going, we would go to like a happy hour or something after work and it would be the live at five news team. Yes. And they would be getting tuned right. up and like, and so anytime you'd see clips and there are a bunch of clips out there of like Sue Simmons, like swearing right. on air. It was that 11 o'clock show after these people were fucking crushed. Yeah, they would, they, they they would, would get do crushed this. at like 6, 7 o'clock yeah. after the show. You're, you're show big back st- up on the set at 10.30. Exactly. hammered. Yeah, your big star does the 6 and 11. So they would they have all that time to kill and they go get dinner in between. And yeah, they're fucking having martinis. Like they're, they're stars in their world. Yeah, and they were like, ha- like their eyelids would be half closed, so like good. reporting on serious matters. The good old days. We need to get back yeah. to the good old days. <laughs> um, speaking of Charlie's, I don't, I don't. I mean, this obviously is before my time. Okay, but I felt like Charlie Manson died this oh, week. You're going to talk about Charlie from Vietnam? No, <laughs> the man Charlie in black don't pajamas. Serve. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Charlie Manson died this week, and I felt yeah. like. It was sort of had this lightness to Yeah, people like really and I mean myself included, like yeah. <laughs> it was like he was a comical bad guy. He really, but if you look at what he did, yes. I mean, he murdered he had, or he actually didn't commit the murders, but he ordered like Worse. the murder of like pregnant women. Like he was he was yeah. the worst kind of animal. And just ritualistic, horrific group. Yeah ritualistic stabbing deaths of innocent people, people that he had no connection to whatsoever. Right. Just, no, no, there was no re- nothing they did to harm. Yes. Them. And it was just like the scariest kind of like cut the fucking phone lines, walk right. through the front door type of fucking murder. Swastika on the forehead. Yes. And it's like, yeah, he's this silly little guy that's been in prison you know, for 40 something years. And yeah, it's real, he's real funny and everything. But I mean, if, and I don't want to be that guy on Twitter that was like, you know, that like had to, 
be like holier than thou, like, right. hey, this guy. Hang on a second, guys. Yeah, but it just, I, just, I know a person named Sharon Tate right? wouldn't find this so it was, funny. It was just such, it's just sort of an odd ish thing. It I was, we, it was weird. Yeah. And I also noticed like somebody said, like, his quirky behavior combined with the cross on his forehead is like, that wasn't a cross. <laughs> sure or no, it's a, they, no, they said X on his forehead. Well, it was, it wasn't an X. Yeah, it was an X, I think, at the when he was on trial. I think okay. he, he late when okay. he got to prison, he converted it to the swastika. Well, I'm fairly confident every single person <laughs> right. who is listening right now, right. in their lifetime, it was not an X. Yeah, it would be swastika. I think if you Google imaged Charlie Manson right now, you would not find too many X's. Yeah, 30 swastikas to every one X, maybe more. Yeah. Uh, um another couple more things. I got I hate I hate to admit to this. I got a report though. Okay. I uh I got suckered into another Marvel movie, Ed. Oh my buddy did, and he was he was telling me some horror stories. Well, everyone like all the everyone all the reviewers and I just heard people like on podcasts and stuff talking about this new Thor and they're like yeah, it's, it's lighthearted, it's funny. right? It's it's really funny. It's like a comedy, and it's like, yeah, it's it's fun and it's different. It's not like all the other superhero movies. And my kid was supposed to go with like a bunch of his friends on um, Saturday to mm-hmm. see Justice League with his friends, and I got the we got wires crossed, and I showed up at the wrong to drop him off at the wrong theater, and I'm like, hey, I don't see any of your friends here. And it turns out that they were at a different theater across town. And I felt really bad about it. And he's like, I don't care, Dad. He's like, I don't even, I don't want to see that movie anyway. And I'm like, well, I'll take you to a movie tomorrow. So I go, I go, let's go see that Thor. I heard it's not that bad. I could, you know, it's one of these ones I could do. And 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 I should have known as we're on the way to the movie, even my kid was like, Dad, is there anything else planned? And I was like, No, this is, you know, you'll this is the the kid movie that's on tap. This is for you. Yeah, we'll go see it. Um, I don't, I guess I have a different like sort of level as to what's funny. I mean, I could see that they were trying to be funny. I mean, I, I get what they were going for, but this movie's 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and I I would put it like maybe like in the sixties. Like, I don't know what, I guess it's good for that genre of movie, but not nothing like what people have made it out to be. It's just, it's okay. I guess it's very long. It was very slow through the middle. It has everybody in it and they're all fucking, I mean, Goldblum's in it and he's a treasure. I love that guy. Of course. Yeah. And he's, and he's super good in it, but he's totally hamming it up. Like, um, what's her name? Uh, the, the Australian Kate Blanchett is in it like super. Right, so they got legit actors for the movie. Everybody's in it. Like it's super, just trash, super over the top, like ridiculous performances. Like just, you know, it would be awful in any other movie, but I guess it's allowable in this. And I guess cause the bar is so low, people are like, Oh, it's really funny. It's really different. But I've, I've learned my lesson, Ed. I've said it before. I'm not going to another fucking Avengers or no. any of the spider, anybody's, none of these. No. Or I, I, none. I've, I've maintained the only thing I can stomach. I still liked the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. But those are Christopher Nolan. Like he's a, he's right. That's the thing. He's one of the greatest filmmakers. Yes. Around. Yes. Totally. Agree. Um, I, I saw a movie. My, my son read the book. I went to that wonder it's a little dusty in there. Oh, I don't know what that is. 
it's like a it's like a deformed it's like a modern day mask like a like a deformed kid goes oh, to no. like no, fifth no, grade or no. sixth grade and like kids are fucking shitty oh. to them and stuff it's a it's a tough one oh. Oh no! Allergies really kicked in in the theater. Ed? <laughs> it did, and and you know, and there are sweet kids in it too. But like, whew. <laughs> yeah, felt like uh, yeah. So there was something going on in that the the, the vents in that theater. Something was a little bit yeah. Little dusty I understand. There. I understand. Uh, okay, and before we get into it, we should talk about Thanksgiving. Yes, it's coming up. It's it's the best holiday because you just drink as much as you want. Like if you if you have the ability you should definitely host because then you're in charge of the meal you're in charge of the booze and you are in charge of the television and that's those are the important things the holy triad right on that day i will be getting together with some family friends that i'm very excited to see so it's i'm very excited for thanksgiving but we should i wanted to rank thanksgiving Foods, okay. And I thought we could both give our top five hmm. Thanksgiving items. Would you okay. like? I can go first. You go first. Okay. Number five: mashed potatoes. It's based. It's basically a trash food. Like not not anything that I would eat any other day of the year. But delicious. But delicious needs lots of butter. Needs leave them just like a little bit chunky. Give them some texture. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want it to be like cream of wheat on my plate. I want it to stand up so I can make a little hole in the middle to hold other items. Number four, Ed. Mm-hmm. Turkey. Not my okay. favorite. Now, I'm not talking about special preparation turkey because when I'm in charge of, like, if you fry a turkey, that's a good. That's a juicy bird, typically. I like to smoke a turkey, so I'll brine it overnight. Yeah, a, a good brining. Yep. Sure. Nice and juicy. Lot you got to add a lot of flavor because it's boring as fuck. Again, not an item that I want served to me any other day of the year unless it's in a sandwich or something. Like I'm not. Let's not like make turkey a regular thing. But on Thanksgiving, it's number four. Number three, stuffing. Unless you fuck it up by putting some apples or some fucking cranberries, blueberries, some other kind of fruit in there. Just go with it. Just go with a solid recipe, something that they made in England in the 1500s. Put some fucking sausage in there. Like, put some flavor in it, celery. Get it going. Get it going. Get it nice and moist. Stuffing is number three. Number two, and I'm not going to be specific here, because whatever is being served, I would like a sliver of each. I'm talking about pie. Yeah. Way better than cake. Oh, so much better than cake. Just such a fantastic dessert. You just don't get enough of it in your life. You don't encounter pie often enough. I wish I would. It's not something people quickly whip up, so it doesn't happen much. Right. It's yeah, it's a tough make and there's so many different kinds. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like you might go to your Thanksgiving. There might be, there might be a, of course there's going to be a pumpkin. That's the number one pie. There's going to be a pumpkin pie, but you might also see an apple, pecan, Mm -hmm. rhubarb, any of the pies, any of the pies that are out there. They're all fucking delicious. I will take a sliver of each that is on offer. Number two is pie. 
number one, this might be controversial, but you really need this on the plate. Some, hey, maybe it's not an item in the typical sense of the word, but it's the number one most important thing that you have to have at Thanksgiving. You're going to say something that I don't even put on my plate. Talk about gravy. Oh, I thought you were going to say cranberries. Oh, no, fuck cranberries. Cranberries are out. Yeah, gravy gravy is the fucking best. You need a good, salty, delicious, thick, hot gravy. And I load that plate up, and I I go over to that gravy boat, and I just dump it. I just drizzle the entire plate. I hit every item on that plate with a little bit of that gravy. I can't. It's not Thanksgiving without it. Number one food item without discussion Gravy is the Thanksgiving champion. Ed, what say you? Okay, so I've got on mine, I have mashed, going five to one, I have mashed or uh, twice baked, oh, which is fantastic. kind of like mashed oh, inside the... Oh, yes, yeah. I love a twice baked. That's the best kind of potato. It's in Delicious. the mashed family. Love though. it. Yep. It's in the mashed processed potato with butter. Uh, I've got that. Then I have pies, apple, pumpkin, pecan. I'm this year yeah. the the one I'm going to. I'm bringing. I'm going to test out a new one, uh, bourbon, pecan pie. Oh my god, that sounds fantastic, Ed! Wow, unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Then I went. Then I went with. So I had uh, that that uh, turkey. Turkey's number three. Then I've got I've got. Uh, well, I had turkey with gravy. Right. So that was okay. I didn't have gravy as its own thing. Got you. Most people I, don't. I have a I have a pretty um really unhealthy great uh it's like a cornbread corn dish thing. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. It's like it involves a lot of butter. Uh-huh. A couple cans of corn and like cornmeal oh, and fantastic. it turns into this like buttery cornbread type thing. Fantastic. Love it. And number one, I go with the stuffing. I make a nice oh, sausage sausage with like so I, a little bit, of, like not a lot, but a little bit of chopped nuts in there. Mm, that sounds great. So savory. You know, celery, little little onion, a little celery. And then uh, I do it with um, broken up cornbread and broken up biscuits. Oh, yeah. Delicious. So stuff, I was, stuffing is my like, that's the first bite for it's me. It's definitely, it's, it's my favorite thing on the plate. I was close to elevating it to number one on my list. I had pie, gravy, and stuffing. And gravy and stuffing sort of go together, so I kind of cheated there. Uh, stuffing, can't go wrong. It's the one day a year you eat it. It's the one day that right. you have I've stuffing. Never I had, eat the fuck I've out of it. I've never had non-Thanksgiving stuffing, no, no. but I've always loved the hell of it. Right. Out of it. Yes. Um, and... And number one uh, pet peeve is just get the fucking salad out of the world. Like, I don't, I don't need the salad. Yeah. Like, yeah. salad, I, I'll eat salad because I'm trying to be healthy and like use that as totally. an alternative. But we're about to, you know, cram in 15,000 calories. Like, I don't need the fucking salad. Uh, it's, just, it's only just taking time and, and space in my stomach from things I want. Yeah, I, I want the salad. That day. I feel the same way about those dinner rolls. Like you'll see, there'll be a basket of those dinner rolls there, and I'll see like people will have fucking a couple of them on their plate, and I'm like, wait, you're you're just taking up valuable real estate with these dinner rolls, and also save those for tomorrow. Because, I was going to say, save that for the Sammy. Yeah, crack crack one of those dinner rolls open tomorrow, stuff it full of the ingredients from this meal and we're going to have Sammy's tomorrow. Like that's, that's what those rolls are for. Yep. Uh, Okay. We'll take 
if anybody wants to weigh in on their Thanksgiving traditions or food items. And don't give me that sweet potato noise. Stop I don't want to hear it. Stop with that. With that, that bullshit with the, with the uh, yeah. marshmallows. Fucking marshmallows. Oh, marshmallows. That. No. That's not part of my dinner. No. Marshmallows are not part of my dinner. No. Ever. 100% agree. Also, any kind of like jello, like jello with nuts or just because it existed in the 50s and you remember it. Right. Doesn't make right. it good. It doesn't need to be brought along. Like we, we so did it, Amos and Andy. Yes, exactly. Like some things need to be retired from the fucking fifties. In the in the seventeen hundreds, one of the most popular food items was something called golf salad, which was just like <laughs> a, it was like a big ball of cottage cheese with just like shit stuffed in the cottage cheese, and that that's what they that's what they called a salad. And oh. notice that we don't eat. No, you never hear about anybody having golf salad anymore. And there's a reason no. for that because it's garbage, along with your yam recipe. Yams. Yeah. Okay. Let's do some email, Ed. You ready? Okay. Let's do it. Ballers. I was just listening to episode 116. Always good when people reflect on things that happened 80 episodes ago, Ed. Oh, yeah, this that is, was a long time ago. Right? Almost two years ago. Was <laughs> was listening to episode 116. And felt bad for Brian getting hammered on what Ed said was, quote, serial killer type shower and hygiene behavior. As a normal. This was the episode where you were pouring oil in your ear and then just laying down after. No, no, no. You don't act like. You act like that is something I just choose to do. And at one, I was extremely high. Okay. But I mean, that, that makes a big difference. B. Ed, an animal flew inside of my body. <laughs> I was I'm not I'm not I'm not fighting you on your treatment of your yes. issue. It was the aftermath where, where I said, so you just jumped in the shower and you're like, no. I had already showered for the night. <laughs> yeah, it was only so it was just so you don't have to go back and listen to episode 116. Although if you want to re-download it, I wouldn't mind. This what happened was to recap, a couple years ago, I had I was getting ready to go to bed and I like brush my teeth. I think I was in the process of brushing my teeth and I like to roam around as I brush my teeth and I was walking around and out of nowhere a, a sound like that happened and I was like, whoa, felt like like a gnat or mosquito or something flew inside my ear. And it and it happened that I like had an edible or a couple puffs off a joint or something and I was high at the time. And I'm like, I'm just high. I'm just I'm just thinking that something's in my ear. So I finished brushing my teeth and all of a sudden I could feel the fucking wings fluttering inside my ear canal. And I went out we were staying with some friends at the time. Same people I'm going to be selling celebrating Thanksgiving with this week. I I go out in the living room and I'm like, "Hey guys, this is, might sound weird, but a goddamn animal flew inside my ear canal. And everyone's like, no, nah, you're just high. And I'm like, no, no, I can feel it flop, fluffing around. And then the, the wife of the house was like, don't worry, I know what to do. This happened to my college boyfriend. Lay down. I lay down on my side and she comes in 
with a little olive oil, drips a few drops of olive oil into my ear. And she's like, just hold on. A couple seconds later, it drowned. I turn over and it, and a, and a stream of oil pours out of my ear onto a paper towel with the carcass of the animal that had flown inside my ear. And no, I didn't shower afterwards. I'd already showered. Continue. Yeah, but you had fucking eel. You had oil and dead animals in your in your body. It flowed out. As a normal man that also showers at night and owns oh. a Sonicare toothbrush, I find this incredibly offensive from you. Wait a second, Daily. I, I definitely didn't come out against electric toothbrushes. Well, he's just added on. He's he just okay, wants because I know, I haven't brushed with a regular brush in years. Yes. Oh no, it's the best. Uh, Sonicare. Oh, no, you may. Oh. I find this incredibly offensive from you, Ed Daly, as you do not even <laughs> floss, you animal. Myself and Brian included among the many other ballers truly save water with just one shower a day at night. Also, do not get me started on the animal who showers twice a day and wastes so much water. The only possible explanation for showering in the morning would be a very serious reason, i.e. an unexpected lay. Yeah, I gotta wash your dick. A nocturnal code brown, well, of course. Or a nasty nightmare where much sweat was expelled. Other than any of those extreme situations, I don't get it. Just splash cold water in your face, brush your teeth, dress, and get out the door. Brain, not sure if Ed took you serious. But yes, the Sonicare toothbrush. Oh, he explains the use of the Sonicare. Yeah, we get it. Thanks. Keep up the good, the awesome work to all three of you. Hashtag dongs in the sky. That's David in Salt Lake for work. I agree with you, David. I'm not, I'm not saying one shower is better than the other. It just happens that I shower in the evening typically. Well, two things. One, night showers are for people who have something to hide. Oh, yes. Like really? if it's gl- if it's getting glitter off the strip cl- from the strip Could club, be. or you shit your pants. But but yeah, normal people shower in the morning. That's that's not debatable. But also, do not fucking talk to me about this noise about Brian conserving water. If I take two showers a day, I'm using less water than Brian because he already admitted he shaves and brushes his teeth right. in the fucking shower. That's right. I do all three of those things. I do that's combine. Not sa- that's somebody who's saving water doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm in and out. I get clean and get the fuck out. Yeah. But if I take two showers, it's going to take less time than a guy fucking shaving and brushing teeth. That's probably too. And I go, I go the no mirror shave. I just shave by braille. I just get in there, put the shit on my face, and I, you know, I'm I'm Latin blood, so I don't have a, a real dense beard i just get in there a lot of times i miss big spots i don't give a fuck man manly as fuck i do (laughs) that uh thanks for that david see here's i was i used to be a morning shower but then i had we i had a small child and it was at, at the point where the small child was like in the bassinet you know you first have the baby and for some reason it needs to be right next to you while you're sleeping yeah yeah and I didn't, I didn't want to get up in the morning and wake it up with my shower. So I just started taking showers at night and it just stuck. Also, a lot of times I like to, uh, I like to, uh, try to smash at night. You like, you like to get sleepy. Yeah. And I, uh, I like to be clean for that. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just open to all possibilities. And I like my, I like my entire body to be completely clean and, Inviting to any partners that might be interested in fair, fair. performing any kind of acts upon my 
lithe, nude body. <laughs> Ed, speaking of guys that look good nude, like Charlie Rose <laughs> and me, <laughs> what is going on? This is the number, the number one place I want to visit in if like if I could pick a vacation, well, it'd probably be like the Greek Isles. I would like to go there. But additionally, I maybe second place. I really want to go to Japan. I want to go to a Japanese league baseball game. I want to see the Nippon oh, Ham yeah. Fighters or the Yakult Swallows or maybe the Yomi Shirt Yomi Yuri Giants or one of those. Yeah. But also, I want to go see Japan's national sport, sumo. Hmm. Uh, according to the Japan Times, Sumo Yokozuna, which is like the highest honor. It's, yeah, it's a grand champion. The the current Yokozuna, Haruma Fuji Kohai, crushed wrestler Takano Iwa Yoshimori with a beer bottle at a bar in October and badly injured him. According to Hamra, Haruma Fuji's stable master, Aruma Fuji straddled Takanoiwa and hit him around 20 times with his hands. Takanoiwa suffered a concussion and skull fracture from the brawl, and his career's in jeopardy. Yokozuna's career's in jeopardy as well, as the whole incident has brought uh, Chosen Sato-like shame. Now, Brian, two questions. First, is there any grosser career than sumo wrestler stable master? Oh, no. And second... Why is Japan still worried about sumo wrestling when they already have invented the greatest sport on earth, ice stair climbing? Oh, that's the best, the ice stair climbing. We're going to remind me, and I'll put that on the uh, Facebook oh, page. so good. So it's, good. It's so compelling. If it were on at a bar, you would sit there all night and bet on the ice stair climber guys. And they could be, like, one guy could be on the top step and everyone at the bottom and it's definitely not over yet. Well, you think the guy has won it. And for some reason, the, the fact that he's ascended past all the steps, he has no more steps to climb. All he's got to do is reach for the thing. And he goes to reach for the thing and he fucking falls back down the steps half the time. It's like, the best sport. It's, it's I, I've, so I've been longing for a strongest man competition to be on at bars again. Of course. But this, this is better, I think. It is this better. Is, this is the best. I was so you were you brought up the story and I assume because he had a Japanese name that the current Yokozuna is a Japanese guy because for a long time we had an uh, an American was oh, right. the Yokozuna over there and I think like a Samoan guy also I think it had been a while since a Japanese guy had been the Yokozuna over there. But unfortunately, because I didn't I didn't catch his Japanese name, I just Googled Yokozuna and it and it was all about some wrestler from the nineties. There was like a mm. pro wrestler called Yokozuna. Oh, that's a real cop out. And it's just one of those things where it's like no matter what I do, I can never avoid being slapped in the face with pro <laughs> wrestling. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I assume that the current let's see. Oh, it's, it's, and who it's who would who would be googling? Who would be reading about a pro wrestling guy from the eighties? Like that's not interesting. Right. And it like turned, if you're if yes. you're into wrestling, you probably can't read. So who's <laughs> writing these articles? That's true. That's a <laughs> that's a really good point. And you're for sure not using the internet. Hey, that's that's you probably your, don't even know it exists. You, you're you're in those magazines. You get those magazines delivered, that's, like from the eighties. Right. Yeah, um, this guy appears to be 
He appears to be Japanese. Yakuga Hagigara? Is that the guy? Oh, no, no, that's where he's from. Kinesato Yatuga. Utaka. No? No, there was something with an H. Deleted it. Anyway, he looks Japanese. And he doesn't, I think they're finally realizing that, like, the fattest guy doesn't necessarily win because a. a, a Yeah, they're more muscular now. Right. A little more fit guy could get underneath that big fat guy and run him out of the circle. Yeah. And it's, that's the whole game is just pushing a guy out of a circle. I feel like that's good for betting too. Sure. It's just pushing Um, guys out of a circle. But what, what, back to the stable master, does that mean they have to, they have to wipe them? Well, no, they have boys for that. So the stable master, he's like the Mr. Fuji. He's the manager. Oh, He's, I was thinking that. That's why I said, is there a worse job? Because I was thinking, like, the amount of smelly shits they have to endure. <laughs> right. No they, no, they would. They for sure would. But it's like, they all live together. This, they, they could do a reality show on this. I think I saw a documentary on it once. They all kind of live together, and they train. And it's a weird thing. They train all damn day, and they don't eat. But they have, like, these young boys that take mm. care of them. And by take care of them, it's like they wash their rolls. They do that. Um, they do that hair thing. Clean out thing. the cheese. Yeah, they get all in there. They do that hair thing that they do where they yeah, like. the bun. Yeah, they do the bun for them. And there's a certain way they got to do it. But these guys, they go the whole day without with training, not eating. And then they only eat one meal a day. And, it, and it's at night. And it's like 60 bowls of rice. And the stable boy is the one that has to make them their rice. Like each guy's got a guy that takes care of his rice. It's very like tribal, like old school. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a good gig. No, definitely not. I don't think it's not something that you would uh, aspire to, but it's probably, it's like a caste system. You're just like born into it. Like you're going right, to be, like, I'm a stable boy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's ev- I am. Everyone in our family has groomed the balls of the sumos from our town. And we're just going to keep doing it because that's what we do. Yeah. Not anyway, good. I'm into it. Not as much as I'm into ice stair climbing. No, anyone who hasn't heard of it or seen it, yeah. Google ice stair climb Japan it's and you're going to, you're going to be treated to they, just amazing. They have the best game shows. Was it, I think it was either Japan or Taiwan where they had a game show where it was like the, um, Two guys would just stand there like in front of a um, in front of like a little partition that was like at their waist. Oh, the hand job like, and it, karaoke. And, yeah. <laughs> and and two two chicks would like jerk them off. And this was on TV and two chicks yeah. would jerk them off. And then I, I think whoever whoever ejaculated first won or whoever or if you smiled or something. I don't know. There was, there was a point to it, but they just have the best game shows over there. They really know what they're doing in Japan. Right. They sleep in drawers, but they can make a hell of a game show. For sure. Uh, okay, Ed, what else? Speaking of places that aren't like here, what's going on in Utah? <laughs> Kyle Froughton, a dad with kids who will one day attend Farmington High School in Utah, uh, started a change.org petition to change the high school mascot's name. Um. And, and here was his, uh, his petition. After first hearing about the mascot of Phoenix, I was practicing some cheers for the upcoming school year with a couple of my neighbors just for fun. We cheered, go Phoenixes! However, it didn't sound right to us, so we looked online 
to make sure that we were saying the pluralized word of Phoenix oh correctly. We quickly discovered that although Phoenixes is an acceptable way to say it, another pluralization is Phoenixes. <laughs> so we changed our cheer to Go Phoenixes, <laughs> which is when the concern began to set in. We were horrified to hear the phonetics of the word Phoenixes are far too close to the word penises. Wow. I don't mean to be crass, but don't wa- want there to be confusion around the point I'm trying to make. Now, Brian, where does a father practicing cheering for his son's future high school team rank in douche chill history? It's crazy. It's like he's making up cheers for a school that his kid does not yet attend. Oh. I, mean, I just, I just, I just had a douche chill just hearing you repeat that. And a phoenix is a mythical bird that rises out of a fire. I mean, it's that's a pretty badass yeah, mascot. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know about oh, you. What do you want to be the Eagles? Yeah, my Bulldogs. high school was my high school was the Mustangs, which is also kind of badass. It's just a horse, though. It's just a horse. Yeah, we were the Bulldogs, like fourteen thousand yeah. other schools. Bulldogs, Wildcats. You know, there's only a few. If you get one that's a little different, take for instance the what's the the Indio <laughs> Arabs or no the Coach the Coachella Valley Arabs like yeah. that's that's a little different that's a that's one you're gonna remember so I think the Phoenix is pretty badass and I don't know why you'd have to say go Phoenixes because I I would just go with the the um, non pluralized version go Phoenix that's right. Like it whole, ends in X, the best letter to end in. Yeah, it ends in X, and it's like the whole team comes together as one thing that rises right. out of the fire and destroys its, smites its enemies. Like, that's pretty badass. What are the odds that this dad who doesn't want to say Phoenixes has played with a few penises? <laughs> he may not like to say penises, but he certainly knows the taste of penises. <laughs> and I hope Kyle's son braces himself because he's he's about to be called penis for, for the rest of yeah, his time there. It's not it's not good. It reminds me of a time when my local movie theater was considering putting adding beer to the menu. And mm-hmm. when I want beer at the movie theater, alcohol, I usually smug, smuggle it in anyway, like a, right. like a hero, like a real man. But I was like, hey, you know, it would be nice if they if I could buy a beer or two while I'm seeing a film, a Marvel sure. movie like Thor Ragnarok. Could have used yeah, that, a beer. That would have been the only thing that could have helped it. Could have saved it. And then I saw some local kid, high school kid had started a petition. It was, I don't think it was actually a petition. It was a, he was petitioning himself to the city council to put a stop to any alcohol sales at this movie theater because he didn't feel comfortable being in a place where people were consuming alcohol. This fucking nerd was like 16 at the time. Oh, he is definitely not going to feel comfortable having sex ever. I hope he didn't feel comfortable getting his dick kicked by all the fucking other kids at school oh, that were like, terrible. hey, nerd, what the fuck? Like, let people have some beers. Um, so it's it's uh, it's that kind of situation. This yeah. guy's a real douche. There, there was a kid I went to school with, and 
we got out of school and his dad was like right outside of school grounds handing out Bibles. Oh, so embarrassing. And Bi- Bible Boy did not li- live that down. So the, yeah. the guy with the penis petition, yeah, certainly none. But then Bible Boy, he also, we also noticed like, because we had to like shower for Jim, we noticed he had a lot of rug burns on the top of his feet. So we just kind of left him alone. <laughs> he was probably going through some shit. Yeah. His times weren't good around the house. That reminds me, I remember I went to high, high school with a dude. And he was a cool dude, and I'd always see him at school, and he was, like, sort of part of our group, and I'd see him around, and I was always like, hey, you know, he wasn't, like, a friend of mine, but I thought he was cool, and right. I was always like, hey, how come uh, that, that this guy's never at, like, the parties that we all go to on the weekends and stuff where the kegs are? Like, I never see that guy there. And they're like, oh, he's um, a Jehovah's Witness. No celebrations ever. Yeah. So, but on the weekends, he, like, while we were all doing fun shit, like going to parties and getting drunk and trying to see He's girls' going door to door. stuff, he was putting on a tie and having to go door to door. And, like, I never got, so you don't celebrate anything, not even like Halloween. It was like, they, no. like, when you're a little kid, and the one kid wouldn't dress up, no birthday. And then, you would go door to door so you could recruit people to yeah. go door to door to recruit people. Like it was like an it was like uh, uh, what's a human centipede of yeah. religion. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, I, didn't, I hadn't thought about it that way. And also, to my understanding, and I'm sure we're big in the Jehovah's Witness community, so you guys can yeah. reach out. You yeah, all our Jehovah listeners, send, please send send a watchtower. You guys sometimes you guys hit me with that watchtower on my doorstep where your Jesus looks exactly like Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Um, but I want to know, it's my understanding that the Jehovah's, they have a head count on their heaven. Like their heaven is like capped at like 75,000 people or something. Oh, like Saint, wow. St. Peter or whoever they have, he's out there at the front with that little clicker and he's like, he hits a certain number. and He's the ultimate bouncer. Yeah. He's like, no, sorry, you're out. Heaven's full. So it's weird that they are that they need to go proselytize and try to get people to join up when Right, because only, if they recruit one too many, they yeah, could be out. There's only so many allowed. It's kind of a weird situation there. Yeah. Um, but you do pray to Kenny Loggins. That also, kind of cool. he's very white. And any of you that have gotten a watchtower, I think I might have Instagrammed one time when I got one. He, they got the whitest. He's whiter than the Mormon Jesus, this Jehovah's Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with – I miss this guy, Aubrey Huff. I miss him because I always get him confused with Hunter Pence. And Hunter Pence I think still plays, but I don't really know the difference between Aubrey Huff and Hunter Pence. They're the same guy to me. So what's going on <laughs> with them? They were both then? guys on those like good Giants teams yep. a few years ago. But Huff, yeah, he probably spent most of, most of his career with the Rays and Orioles. I remember. And uh, he uh, he went on Twitter last week. He had some thoughts. Uh, here's oh, here's his tweet. good idea. R- Read an article on AOL News this morning where scientists have concluded we were evolved from rats. It's amazing how stupid really smart people can be. Don't be deceived. The truth is in the Bible. Uh. Now, (laughs) Now, what he was referring to was a story that said paleontologists at the University of Portsmouth discovered fossil teeth belonging to two different, quote, small rat-like creatures. These small mammals, and they were not rats. They lived no. 145 million years ago and are now the earliest known ancestors of most modern mammals. That's right. That's, so that's, somebody, that's accepted. That's known. Yeah. 
So when someone pointed that out, Huff fired back. If the evidence is there for evolution, where are the fossils of all the creatures that were supposedly slowly over millions of years evolving into us? There isn't any. And why do we still have monkeys if we evolve? From oh, them? he's that guy. He's <laughs> Brian, that guy. What's scarier? When someone says all the answers are in the Bible or when someone makes the why are there still monkeys if we evolve from them? I have a third option. Somebody that cites their source and that source is AOL News. <laughs> Who knew it was still there? I know. I was reading AOL News. I assume AOL, AOL News links to something or it's a, there's a, some other news source there. But also like. Why, why do you need to alert us that, that where you saw the item was AOL news? Like, who's, did you put that little disc in to, to your, that disc that comes in your phone book? <laughs> yeah. AOL. You've got mail. Um, yeah, I don't, I assume Aubrey Huff, I don't want to be placist here, but I'm just going to just based on the fact that he's called Aubrey Huff and he played for the Rays and he has some weird, um, religious, he thinks the Bible is the truth. I'm going to say he is from somewhere in the southeastern United States. I'm Googling him. He, he is, is from, from... He went to University of Miami. He's from... Oh, he's from actually not Ohio. the south. He's from Serial Killerville. Marion, Ohio. Interesting. Well, that's basically, that's Midwestern Florida. That's true. So it's same difference. Oh, but he went to University of Miami. He must be smart. Yeah, of course. They all are. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Um, speaking of that, Speaking of Ohio There's a Supreme Court justice in Ohio Hmm that he's, I think he's running for governor. And, you know, with all the, with the spate of sexually charged charges Mm -hmm. against people, he decided that as a a current judge and potential politician, he wanted it out there that, his, he wanted his sexual history out there just so that nothing came back to bite him. And that's actually a pretty good plan. Like if you're, if you know that something's going to come out about you, it's extremely important or it's been shown to help your situation greatly. If you're the one to say the thing before someone else says the thing, people People respect that. People like it when you come clean. We as as Americans, we're a very forgiving people. And if we feel like you're contrite, we're much more likely to forgive you. Whereas if right. we feel like you've been caught, it's much more, it's you're gonna have a harder road. So this guy, 
Well, we we hold liars accountable, except for when for we the elect main, yeah. the, the main job. Yeah. Um, so this guy's name is Bill O'Neill. Sounds like that guy could be the governor of Ohio for sure. Um, Sounds like it. He he took to Facebook as all old guys do to to let people know his situation as he runs for governor. And he said, "Okay, I'll quote him." Now that the dogs of war are calling for the head of Senator Al Franken, I believe it is time to speak up on behalf of all heterosexual males. Mm. As a candidate for governor, let me save my opponents some research time. In the last 50 years, I was sexually intimate with approximately 50 very attractive females. He's putting up some numbers there. That's not bad. Yeah, bed post. It ranged from a gorgeous personal secretary to Senator Bob Taft Sr., who was my first true love, and we made passionate love in the hayloft of her parents' barn in Gallipolis. (laughs) Quick aside to that, I've never fucked in a hayloft, but I feel like hay... Hay is kind of pointy. Very like I've been spiny. on hay rides. Yes. Not a not a comfortable sit. You just wait until you get out and pick the pumpkins. No, I wouldn't want to be like in my rhythm and just all of a sudden have a, a sharp piece of hay. Right into your dick. Yeah, into my ball sack or something or worse, my taint. So I'm good. I feel, maybe you put something down on the hay. Still, like you put a blanket over hay, it, you're still going to feel like yeah. pokes. Farmers or or other people within the sound of my voice, people that have fucked on hay, can you can you give us the particulars? Give us the blow by blow, if you will, of how exactly one fucks on hay, and if it's if I've gotten the gist of it correctly, or maybe there's a way to properly do hay sexings that isn't that isn't as uncomfortable as it sounds. You know, I went I went to uh, like maybe seventh grade. I think it was like six six or seventh grade. We had to do like pen pals in like yeah. somewhere farming territory, Oklahoma or something. Something. Yeah, and you and somebody, and somebody wanted to be your penis pal. <laughs> no, but you know it's the teacher, your your English teacher. They they set up these pen pal yeah. things, and you do like one letter each, and that's it. Yeah. And I remember the guy. It was like, like I think it was sixth grade, and the the kid who wrote to me was like, you know, hobbies are like making love in a barn or something. I was like, what? what? Sixth grade. Wow. Whoa. He, I mean, and so that, I remember thinking like, man, those, those farmers must fuck. Yeah, they do. I remember like actually being jealous of a kid on a farm in Oklahoma. Yeah. I was like, oh, that would be cool to have sex at sixth grade. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, okay. So first you love Hayloft in the Hayloft of her parents' barn in Gallipolis. And ended with a drop-dead gorgeous redhead who was a senior advisor to Peter Lewis at Progressive Insurance in Cleveland. I don't feel like you really need to give such close details. Yeah, you're not naming her, but I could probably go on LinkedIn and figure out who this redhead was. So it's I don't kiss and tell. I just kiss and give you enough information with a quick Google search. You can find out her social security number. You can figure it out. Now we can get back to discussing legalizing marijuana and opening the state hospital network to combat the opioid crisis. I am so disappointed by this national feeding frenzy frenzy about sexual indiscretions decades ago. Peace. That is from Bill O'Neill, 
future governor of Cleveland. Ed, tell me, does this guy get your vote? He does. Yeah, totally. The guy fucks. He fucks. He fucks. And what does he care about? The opioid crisis, which is a fucking the, crisis, especially in Ohio. Yeah. I watched one of those, like, one of these specials, and they focused on Ohio. Horrible. Like, horrible. And what do you say? Weed was the other thing? Yeah, he wants to live So he likes weed. fucking weed and getting people off of opioids. That's a pretty good platform. It's a great platform. And he's like, yeah, I fucked, and I put up some numbers. You know, like, back in the day, I banged a pretty hot redhead. She worked for Progressive Insurance in Cleveland. You know, I did some, I did some work in a, he was always, he was always giving their bosses name too. What was that about? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like maybe he's trying to help their performance review. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Nancy does show up late, but I hear she's good in the sack. <laughs> hey, hey, by, Bob Taft, by the way, I banged your secretary. FYI. <laughs> maybe he wants, maybe he wants these guys to know that they're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> hey, Bob, did you know your secretary gives a hell of a uh, rusty trombone? <laughs> Remember that redhead who was your senior advisor? <laughs> well, she, Guess what advice? She was, she was giving you advice by day. At night, she was giving me rim jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, okay, Ed, what else? Oh, this was a big, big story. Yeah. All, the best story. All, all week long. <laughs> if you were in, though, where did this go down? Uh, if you were in the Washington State, Washington, Northwestern, right? Pacific Northwest, Florida, <laughs> and we talk Apple Cup territory, we talk about this a lot. You look up these days and you see some jet vapor in the air. It's usually because the government is trying to control your mind, right? Obviously, they're trying. Right, they course. have they they're using a mind control, a very ineffective. Mind control technique attached to passenger jets. Yeah, like what's the going theory? Like what? What do they think they're controlling us to do? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm not seeing a real unified effort out there by anyone. I mean, if it were up to me, it would be population control, which clearly isn't no too effective because population <laughs> is out. You're a of pro control. eugenics flyover, right? So I'm not sure exactly, but if you were in Washington state sometime around last Thursday and you just looked up in the sky, you might have thought to yourself, well, that's pretty interesting because a Navy EA-18G growler jet flying out of Naval Air Station Whidbey Island piloted by where's his name i don't think they they name him anyway oh, man. piloted by a hero yes was up there using his getting his naval flight hours by drawing dicks with his exhaust lieutenant commander leslie hubble a navy spokeswoman called the incident Absolutely unacceptable, to which I completely disagree. The unit involved Electronic Attack Squadron 130 flies a two-person variant of the FA-18 Super Hornet and specializes in electronic warfare and cock drawing in the sky. 
Yeah. The air, the air crew responsible has not been identified. Apparently, Ed, this isn't this guy's first dick drawing <laughs> situation, much like Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, who liked to buzz a tower or two in his day. This guy is right. a serial cock drawing offender. And I'll be honest, I think we need more of this. Would you not agree, Ed? Well, think about the skill. I mean, it, most people have seen this this picture of what he's drawn. It's really good. It's a really well drawn dick. It's a great looking dick, and it's like in the clouds. I mean, who does who doesn't want to like look up at the sky? You look up and like, yeah, it might be a nice blue color, but overall, you want to. St- it would be cool to see something totally agree. like pleasant, you know, a nice yeah. looking cloud or something. Yeah. They're getting the ultimate. The, the ultimate. You're getting a beautiful dick right in the sky. I mean, imagine the smile on your face. Imagine you just tag some hottie in a hay loft <laughs> somewhere, and you guys are just looking up. I assume there's like skylights in there, and you're just you're bathing in the afterglow of some nice farmland barn hay, sex. Yeah, hay fucking barn sex. You could you smell the horse shit all around you hear the cows mooing and you look up and you go oh there's our military hard at work and you it takes a minute and you're like hey wait a minute what's that guy what's that hero doing up there he's drawing a goddamn dick in the sky god bless america what one of my buddies uh graduated from annapolis and he said this is by far the best recruiting for the navy since top gun oh it has to be right like yeah he's like this this is the best who who doesn't enjoy this who wouldn't like it's you want to know you know these guys have a hard job they keep us safe they have to log a lot of hours they're away from home there is a it's it's not an easy gig these guys need to blow off a little steam and if they're up there, they got to be up there flying their time, doing their missions, practicing. Why not draw a dick? Like, have some fun with it. Yes. I mean, we, we take pride in having the best military in the world. And we, we the, it, the people pay a lot of lip service to saluting the, the troops right. and respecting the troops. That's right. And the minute they do something creative, we're all over them. Totally we as a true. society should be ashamed of this. 100% agree. Like, this is parade-worthy work. Yeah. Like... I, I love the Navy. Yeah. I love, I love our military, and I hope it should be, like, an arms race, but, like, all the different branches should try to outdo each other. Like, maybe, like, a destroyer can make a dick-shaped wake in the oh, water. Oh, my God. Like, they should design them all to do that. Right. Now, I mean, we know Air Force certainly can do some things with their jets. Marines can do anything. I mean, they fucking, they, they were storming the shores of Tripoli. They, they yeah. can do shit. Well, we definitely have the defense budget for it. Like, it's, if you're going to spend $35 billion for one jet, it should have, like, a little button in it that just puffs out. Like, you just go, just hit a button and poof, a, a, a dick cloud comes out behind you. Yeah, like why it would, not add it would be that cool. feature? I mean, my grandfather was in the Marines. What you know, it helped invade Japan, World War II. Yeah, 
I'm sure he would respect, if he were alive today, I'm sure he'd respect the hell out of a penis or two done in his honor by the Marines. 100%. Like, this is America. You know, you think about it. Some, some drone pilot in Missouri, he'll, he'll drop a bomb on a building to get one ISIS, and he might get a preschool at the same time, and he'll get a medal. Mm-hmm. This guy, mm-hmm. he draws a beautiful dick in the beautiful sky. Spread goodwill. Yeah. He does a great The world deed needs goodwill. For the military and for America. And he gets reprimanded. He gets, he gets embarrassed. And it's just not fair. It's not right. right. Okay, Ed. It's not okay. It is time. Yep. Joining us now. Let's do this. Is our very own pop culture correspondent. A lot of sexual harassment going on. A lot of unfortunate, depressing news last week. I hope she has some more upbeat stories this week <laughs> to discuss with us because I don't want to know. Yeah, well, because we know all the sexual harassment things died down. Yeah, finally. We're Wait, finally. Th- way to set me up oh, for a fall, you guys. No. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know her. You love her. Her name is Kate, our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How are you, hey, Fancy? Hey, guys. I'm good. How's it hey, going? Hey, Kate. Um, you guys been having a nice chat? Yeah, we we're just talking about the pilot that drew a dick with sure. his jet in the sky. I didn't see that, but I did see something about the um, carved penis. Oh, somewhere. that was last week. That's yeah. Last oh, week. yeah. Good, that, good that you're paying attention to the show. Yeah. Because that was a big story on the show last week. If you didn't listen to episode 195, we talked about the hero in the in the Austrian Alps who carried a massive wooden cock sculpture and perched it. At 6,200 feet. How big was that thing? It looked large. It was a good size. It was a good size. Like tall, six it's, feet tall? Probably about five feet. Five feet tall. It? Yeah, I think it was a yeah, six-footer. Yeah, it was, it was girthy. How did he get it up there? Do we know? We don't know. We don't know because he's anonymous. Oh. Magic. Yeah. Magic. It's like the, um, what are those rocks called? The standing upright. Stonehenge. Yeah, it's like oh. Stonehenge. Easter Island? Or, I've been to Stonehenge oh, Ma- and I couldn't remember what it was Machu called. Machu Picchu? Stonehenge. I was oh. thinking of Stonehenge. Because also Machu Picchu. Right. They had to take some rocks. Well, no one knows. To make that in the mountains. How, no one knows how they got the Stonehenge. Same with, same with Machu Picchu. I think they know. I don't think they do. Hmm. It's a, speaking it's of a rocks mystery. and speaking of Thanksgiving, you know what you should never visit? Plymouth Rock. You know what it is? It's a rock. What it's a fucking it? rock. Yeah. Where is that? It's a rock. Plymouth it's rock. in Cape Cod. Um, what's the one where the it's where the um, where there's like the lost village. Was it Roanoke? Where there was like a thriving. Oh yeah, Roanoke. That's where everybody disappeared. Yeah, the whole the whole village just disappeared. They were massacred by Indians, right? Natives. They had to be. Huh. Well, people think that, but they think they think probably half of them just assimilated. They're like, you know what? <laughs> These are our people now. We're gonna have to have sex. Oh, they just faded in. Yeah. You know, a lot of times back. Yeah, people think it was like they, it was reported as a massacre because. Like the white man could feel like, oh, they're definitely our enemy. But the reality is these people are starving and they're like, all right, let's make nice with the uh, locals. Yeah, the colonies, the colonies criminalized it. It was against the law to go live with the Indians. Like if you got if you were caught leaving to go live with the Indians, you got put in the stocks because it was a better life. The Indians had it figured out. Kill some buffalo. Yep. Fuck a. Squaw, 
Right. That, Plant some corn. Is that racist? I don't think it is. That is the yes. actual name of they did call well, their girls, their women. Squanto was, was 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 the guy who helped them plant no, corn before Thanksgiving. Is that true? Squanto was the, like the the main because he I could mean, speak some English. Because right. hey. you know the the pilgrims weren't the first English speakers. The, so yeah, right. He could speak a little. English. You're the you're the you're the expert on history here, Ed. Kate, before yeah, we're four years away from the 400th anniversary of Thanksgiving. Amazing, good. And that. also, isn't Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts? So hard pass. It's in Cape Cape Cod. I told you, right. I, I was there in the spring. It's a rock. Uh, hard, it's a rock, and it's filled with gift shops right behind it. Hard pass on any of the Chusets. <laughs> Massachusetts, <laughs> any of the Western Chusets, any of those. I'm out. I'm out on those. <laughs> uh, quickly, before we get into the pop culture report, we have a couple of email. Mm-hmm. Dear Ed and his sidekick, Brian, important question. <laughs> have any celebrity nude photos lived up to your expectations as much as Emily Ratajkowski's did? Please advise. That is from E in Boston. Oh, just so happens we were talking about the Chusets. Oh. Um, I don't. Emily, when, when were there nudes? I don't. Know, I think she Emily. just. I think she just has taken. She likes to show her body off. Yeah, she has true. a very sexy body. I know she's. She was very naked in that blurred. Wasn't lines. she naked in that video? Yeah. No, she yeah. wasn't naked. Yeah, I don't, I don't think was, I've ever. No, there's seen. a there's an X-rated there's a um there's a regular blurred yeah. lines video and then there's, there's one, one where, where she's the walking around with naked. her tits out. And Showing her butt? Yeah. Well, no, like her, her tits and her butt and stuff. Yeah, like but not her butt. Like you don't see her whole body naked, but yeah, I and get you what you see mean. Her na- no, you don't see her pussy, but right. you see her naked. And mm-hmm. she has a really hot body, and I follow her on Instagram, and I'm always like, boy, I'm probably going to get sick of following Emily Ratajkowski on Instagram. And you know what? Never get sick of it. It's always like pretty enjoyable. So yeah, she's definitely, she de- never disappoints. I would agree with that E. Yeah. 100%. So, so happy for you. I'll tell you what it was. Yeah, I mean, the, back in the day with with Playboy, would they would have yeah. like a celebrity? Yep. I remember being more disappointed, like when they're like, "Oh, we've got early Vanna White or something like right. that." Like when you're a kid and you see that, like it was usually like crummy pictures. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, because they would get for the most part, like they would some photographer would call them up. And he would be like, I took pictures of Vanessa Williams before she was famous. Now I've got the pictures. Mm-hmm. And it's and right. you're like, oh, she wasn't that hot back then. Like his these aren't professionally done. Like right. she's that's like Yeah. When you were a little kid, that's that's when I like feel like I really Dolling. was I cared about the celebrity nudes for the most part. Like I I I know that you uh, you might have, but I I have not checked out any of those hacks. No, I do not pictures. do that. The only hack not. thing I did check out was was uh, I did Justin look Bieber's at the Aaron did. Andrews video. Oh, I did. She not. looked great. Oh, I did but, not. That that really skeeved me out. The Aaron Andrews thing. I did not look. It at ske- that. it skeeved me out, but like at least it, it like yeah. I, I'm trying to justify it, but like yeah, she looked good doing her exercises or whatever. But like, she's very nice. Yeah, body. I just for ever since I saw that and felt like Is she exercising gross about it. in the nude. Yeah, and she's like, I think she's yeah, like she was like doing squats hair. or something. Yeah, huh. she was like getting ready. But like overall, like I just I felt squats. I felt I pretty sometimes. skeevy after watching that. Yeah. So no, I get I get what so you're that, saying. Uh, that whole scandal last year, I I just can't do it. I think I rationalized 
the ones I saw by like, oh, they probably like want, like, this is good for them. Like this is, <laughs> but it's not. And some of them are very. Yeah. Long. I mean, you were doing them a service. Like, yeah. A, I feel bad. A, I just think Olivia like, Munn so embarrassing. is extremely naughty. And so is um, Jennifer Lawrence. Very naughty as is Kate Upton. So naughty. Okay. But well, now we're bringing ne- some more attention to that. No, no, I shouldn't do that. You're right. Don't look at those pictures. It's rude. Uh, but Emily Ratajkowski, she takes those pictures on purpose, and she is very attractive. She has a perfect body. Mm-hmm. That's true. Another email quickly. Hi, gents. Any on advice on how to get out of the friend zone? Um, I'm not a gent. I am usually successful at escaping the friend zone, but I have reached a stalemate with this particular girl. Thanks, Perry and Westwood. Um, I, I can answer this. You guys want me to take this one? Can I take it? Cause I'm not a gent. Well, hold on. It wasn't for me. You can, you can do yours after me. I'll tell you right now. She's you just s- not that into you. No, just ignore her. You want to, you want to know, you want to know if she's into it? You just take all that attention away from her, Perry. You just let her know, Hey, I'm not into this and she'll come running. I, I, I don't, I mean, that's, that means you like really have to try and like play some sort of game. You don't try. Ultimately. No, but I'm saying you're you're trying yeah. you're you're trying to ignore like that's given that's that's putting too much work into it. Like if if she's interested, she's interested. I don't I don't know if there really is a friend zone as much as like you're either going for it or you're not. But like she's you're I don't I don't think a friend zone really exists. It's, it's just it's a true. way to justify you, that you're not fucking her. There's typically no coming out. What's of the this person's zone. name? Perry. Hey Perry. Yeah. I mean. Good idea asking a couple of dudes about a chick, but you should probably ask a girl. Yep. Here's the thing. You did say gents, so this is just, you've already gotten your answer, by the way, Perry. This is just like bonus. You can, yeah. like, let me know. I can you edit this have out asked, in the future. You should have asked me. Because it's just, like, unnecessary, but <laughs> she can say. Go ahead, Kate. <laughs> you should have asked me. I'm yep. going to tell you, when a girl likes you, you'll know. Yep. That's as simple as it is. You are... So when if so- she's not that into you, I mean, she's no going to treat you like, sounds like you stole my buddy. answer, Kate. Yeah. yeah that's Kate. Kind of sounds like you took my answer, which you discredited well, me for. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think you do kind of agree. You guys do kind of agree. It's hard to come out of the friend zone. I agree. But if but no, but she told me, she told the world my advice was shit. I mean, you know, no, that's true. It hurts. Kate. Well, it hurts. I, she, I think she lumped us together, but it's in her defense. She's not like a top listener. <laughs> That's true. To when people talk, she's mostly and just if you said her, that before I did, her, I apologize. Her listening <laughs> consists of her just saying in her head, when's it going to be my turn to talk? Um, I will say this. You're probably in How the friend zone you. for life. There's no coming out of the friend zone. Once a chick sees you in the friend zone, you're fucked. What you could do, though, and this is if you just want to test it. Char- Charlie Rose? Yeah. You just walk in the room naked and sh- She's probably going to just try to grab that dick 100%. No, what you do- That always works, by the way. Is you, you show some interest in one of her friends. Uh, you give her one of those Jane Seymour open heart K- Yes. Oh, that's, yes. Ask her, that's the way it works, right? Ask her if she can set you up with like any of yeah. her single girlfriends. Be, yeah. Be like, what's up with Michelle? Oh, that's a bad name. Sorry, hold on. Be, be like, what's up with... It's not a bad name. It's a well, great it's name. Ed's wife's name. Uh, Ooh, be you're like, not talking about Ed's wife. No, I'm just saying- it was, Let's not conjure a person. 
person. You could try to set him, yeah. set him up with my wife. Be like, check, go Maybe Perry. Maybe Michelle wants to go out Perry, with Perry. Perry, go to your girl who you're in the friend zone with that you really want to bang. She's getting a little tired of this guy. And just be like, look, <laughs> I want to stick it in a couple of your friends. Don't like, ever say stick it in. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah, be I like, mean exactly what I said. Be like, I want to. St- which I want to. Which st- one of your friends are most receptive to the skin flu? Yeah, be like, I want to. I want to slam. I want to bump these with some of your friends. I can't think of a girl's name. Who? What is? What's even <laughs> Mary? Going on I want to slam. Andrea. All right. I want to hit the skin. What's with the Andrea? Yeah. What's. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Thank you for that, Perry. Let us know how it goes. I think we've given yeah. you some excellent advice there. So I mean, yeah, always. for sure. Okay, uh, what is going? To, don't bring me down. Okay, if there's anything <laughs> on the list that's going to upset me or make me bummed out, I don't want to hear it. You know, well, in these these bad, difficult I was going to start with some celebrity deaths. Yeah, hold on. What were oh. you saying? I was going to say, in these difficult times, at least we know we have the Pixar universe that can keep oh, our innocence. That's true. Did you, did you know that John Lasseter, the head of Pixar, oh, is he just a pedophile? Crabby. He's not a pedophile, but he's he's a bit what? forward, and he's had to take, take a leave of absence for throwing six it month at, leave of absence for throwing it at Rashida Jones. No, and on top of that, they said the women around the office had a move by on the conference room where they could put their arms in a certain position so he couldn't grab their thigh during meetings. <laughs> it was called the Lasseter. <laughs> We've never seen anything like this, like a swell of accusers and this backlash to basically men having their fucking way for so long. I mean. Doing whatever they fucking want. For like 10,000 years. And like it's starting. This is the beginning. Yeah, it's it's going to be going on. This is the beginning. It's going to be going on for a long time. Because we kept you guys safe all this time. (laughs) I think instead of the death pool, yeah, I think a like sexual for our harasser year end, pool. I think we should we should try to name who would be the most mind blowing person because oh, okay. chances are if it's a dude, it it happened. Okay, I'll say okay. Let's let's think. About I mean, this. Charlie Rose kind of blew my mind. No. Although I have seen him go around even on the show and do that shoulder rub that he does. And, yeah, I've said that Howard Stern right. used to work in DJ in DC when Rose was the anchor, and said he was a legendary coxman. Like I'm going to so say I, who I think would be, blow my mind. Okay, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, no chance, no chance. There's no. You know what I? Yeah, I fear. You know, we're we're gonna. I fear there could be some Selick, Mayday Malone, some of the eighties yeah. Coxman. Mm-hmm. That was a different time. And pretty much yeah. any of the three men and a baby. Yeah, Gutenberg. Gut- Gutenberg was packing. So who I'm sure would he was, yeah. complain Gut- about being sexually harassed by eighties Tom Selleck? I know. Who? I know. I know. It's impossible. It's the like it's, it just wouldn't happen. He. I know, but it, but I'm just saying, like that would that would be maybe unless you're hurt. desperate for attention. He, he and couldn't. A lot of that going he on couldn't too. walk through an airport without chicks trying to rip out handfuls. He was sexually of his harassed. Delightful chest patch, like <laughs> like that's that that's that's the guy's life for the whole '80s. Oh, beautiful. Um, All I right. want to say I'm trying to think of somebody that's like nerdy. Um, it, oh. but it can't be anybody about, in comedy because they're how all, about the honey I shrunk the kids guy Rick Moranis Moranis yeah I could see that that one would be tough um, oh 
I thought we were picking people that like would be the most la- least likely. Least likely, yeah. He's saying Rick Moranis is the least likely. Because he's little? Yeah. Because he's fucking and like he's a nerdy. dude in glasses. Yeah. He's a super nerd. Do you know who Rick Moranis is? Yeah. Superstar actor? Uh-huh. You're Ghostbusters. Yeah. Big star. Yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, he wears glasses. Yeah. The, also, the microphone works best if your hand isn't directly in front of your... There you go. Uh, okay, Kate. So this is how men talk so to who women died? in boardrooms, yeah. and we're over it. So who died? Kate, give, give us sit a- down, honey. Let me explain that for you yeah. in a minute. Well, actually, <laughs> you died in a minute. <laughs> Go ahead and woman explain to me who died in Hollywood this week. All right, let's start with the oldest, and then we'll go to the youngest. Oh, there's multiples. Okay. Um, I guess this guy's a celebrity, Charles Manson. Celebrity talked about cult that. leader. Talked about that. He's a he's a mass murderer. And everyone's like, ha ha. Charles how did Manson. he die? Oh, look how silly that guy is. Being old as fuck. 83 is not that old. Yeah, he had some disease. Mm. You don't get the best medical treatment in California prison. David Cassidy. He died? I know he was oh, close I think to I death. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. What well, um, was was he was was he dying of cancer or did he like do drugs? Liver failure. Know. Yeah, he was kidney a and liver failure. Hopeless alcoholic. He was, I allegedly. think, in a coma. He was an alleged hopeless alcoholic. He was in liver failure. I think he was only I in his early 60s. 67, I he think. He was somebody that chicks really wanted to fuck in the he 70s. Was, he was like the early Tiger Beat magazine yeah. guy. Which is weird because he's like so tiny. But anyway. Yeah, but girl, little, young girls yeah. like... Like the fourteen-year-old, they don't really know. Yeah, that's true. Like you think about how the early Justin Bieber was a heartthrob when he was like a fucking tiny boy. Yeah, that's true. Got a great dick though. Uh, yeah, but that was before. Yeah, we didn't know. And then on to our youngest death this week, rapper Lil Peep. Oh, Lil has Peep. died of a He's suspected a- Xanax overdose, a- but the toxicology report won't be um, released for probably a couple of months. He was but- a SoundCloud rapper. A YouTube. What does that mean? He was just came up on the internet. He got famous on the internet. Little Peep. Mm. Yeah, Little Peep. He's, he had like tattoos on his face. Face and tattoos. He used to um, he used to date that Bella Thorne. He did. Oh, she's banging. Chick. She's super hot. Little Peep got that. Yeah. Also, I'll be honest. When I heard that Little Peep died, I was a little shocked to then see a picture of a white guy. I'm just saying, I, just, I don't know if that makes me racist. I just didn't imagine there was a guy called Little Peep that was white. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That might be racist to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Is that it, Kate? Um, so you guys, did you talked about Charlie Rose. He's actually been, was fired today, let go by CBS. Yeah. And PBS has cut ties, who worked on his talk show, his um, interview talk show. Yeah. So, um Charlie has said, it is essential that these women know I hear them and that I deeply apologize for my, for my inappropriate behavior. I am greatly embarrassed. I have behaved insensitively at times, and I accept responsibility for that. Though I do not believe that all of these allegations are accurate. Fair enough. I always felt that I pursued shared feelings, so now I realize that I was mistaken. I feel like this is a lot of guys that think that, yeah, like... they think it's cool. They, they just misread all the signs. So I just... And think that their ego allows them to think, because it's me... Who right. wouldn't want this? Who wouldn't want this? Who wouldn't want to see me naked? I'm a newsman. Who wouldn't want me to grab their thigh, yep. massage their shoulders, spend some special now, one-on-one time with me? Now, putting a hand on a woman's thigh while clumsy, I do not. I would not consider that sexual harassment because if you go, if it's a move, a guy he's trying to move, he's like, hey, 
what's up? Puts his hand it's, on her. It's phone. a pretty intimate move. Yeah, but if, like, she's, if she's not into it and he takes his hand away, she has not been right. harassed, in my opinion. She's been. Yeah, I agree. She's been approached in a. It's, she's a, been creeped out, way, though. Yeah, it's, for a, sure. it's, it's a Here's creepy. the thing in a yeah. workplace, you can't touch people. Yeah. Right. It's true. just, it's just true. don't touch people but that he, you work with. How when, about that? But it used to I be okay. I understand what you're saying. It used to be okay. It only used to be okay because lots of things used to be okay. Yeah. The good old days. Now, Kate, you're a woman. <laughs> a lot of these guys have the same move where their move is to just enter a room completely naked with no prior mm. pretense that, that, that My sexual boss activity did that today at work. Yeah. Like would you, could you imagine a scenario <laughs> where that would ever work unless the guy was like George Clooney or Tom Selleck in the eighties who everyone wants to fuck anyway. Only if it was Steven Seagal. Right. Who likes to open his door to yeah. people in his robe. Open robe. That he's invited over for a little casting couch and sesh. he's like, come in here. Then it would work. Let me use your momentum against you. <laughs> come into my dojo. Come in, Come close to Steven Seagal and I'm going to Aikido that pussy. All right. I'm going to read you my favorite story now. Okay. Um, Kiss Frontman Gene Simmons was a- uh, Frontman. Frontman? Frontman? Yeah. Frontman. Um, was a guest on Fox News and um, Fox's entertainment show. I'm not sure if I'm like saying that Fox right. Fox and Friends. He he kind of talks like Depp. He's a very affected talker. He really is. He's he's <laughs> one of those never had a drink in my life guys. Which is like I don't I don't I'm, not everyone should drink, yeah, but Fox everyone should have drunk. At he's, least one. So also, he's, he, he's promoting his new book called uh, On Power. Not Power. On, on power. power. You should read On this Power. Is that, on this power. is for the Kiss Army. He thinks seems to be going well enough when Simmons kiss. jumped up from the Fox and Friends couch to help meteorologist Janice Dean do her kiss weather report. Available at Kiss.com. Kiss merchandise. This is for the Kiss Army. He then sat on a panel um, who asked, and uh, this guy... Um, Bartiromo, was that his name? Maria Bartiromo. Oh, Maria. Money honey. Very hot. The money honey, but she has she really asked, gone over to the dark she side. She asked Gene who his views were what his views were on the Harvey Weinstein sexual misconduct scandal. Yeah. Gene replied, The lunatics have taken over the insane asylum when respected business entities such as yourself ask guys that like to stick their tongues out what I think of Harvey Weinstein. Uh-huh. Um, and then he went on to say, okay, I'm a powerful and attractive man. And what I'm about to say is deadly serious. He's neither of those. Men things. are jackasses. Yeah. Point taken. From the time we're young, we have testosterone. I'm not validating it or defending we it. We can't control ourselves is what he's saying. We're not responsible. Um, but- then <laughs> within minutes, he showed up on the 14th floor to do a book plugging interview on with foxnews.com's entertainment section but instead barged in on a staff meeting uninvited where he oh yelled God. out hey chicks sue me pulled open his red velvet shirt to reveal oh his chest God. and belly according to the source oh. then he started telling michael jackson oh. pedophilia jokes oh my god then he bopped two employees on the head with his book making derisive comments about their comparative intelligence according to the sound their heads made when struck 
Um, apparently, me, it was Gene pretty Simmons. severe, and he's book. been banned for life. You've been anointed by my from book. The Fox yeah, News the Gene building. Book, Kiss.com. What What do Michael Jackson and Campbell Suka have in common? I mean, what would you both come what, in small cans? What <laughs> is going on? That that is how you act. I need to know. <laughs> what do Michael Jackson and Sears have in common? All little boys' pants are half off. Kiss.com. <laughs> I'm Gene Simmons. I'm Kiss. This, come on, Kiss Army. You got my back, right? I want to rock and roll all night. I mean, he's in his sixties, right? But I don't drink. Yeah, yeah, and just, he's still I just dressing wrote some like brilliant a... lyrics. It's I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. Oh, what do you say we do that? One hundred forty-seven thousand. Repeat. Repeat over and over. <laughs> Look at my long tongue. I'm Gene Simmons. I could eat your. <laughs> I could eat your pussy with my disgusting tongue. He's, hey, he's Israeli. Isn't it great? I don't have one gray not. hair, yeah, even though I'm seventy-five. He's not. He's actually not Israeli. He's. Uh, I think he's Hungarian. He's Eastern European, but he. Um, not according to the Daily Beast. Well, they're wrong. By way of Israel, I think he Israeli born. Who wants mm, to take a look at my gulag? Maybe his, yeah, maybe his parents, I think, escaped from Hungary. Maybe he was born in Israel. Chaim Witz is his yeah. name. Yeah. I used to be a school teacher, so. Anyway, he's been banned for life from, Kiss. from Fox News. Kiss caskets, <laughs> Costco.com. <laughs> uh, what else, Kate? Uh, Kiss owns our local arena football team. I'm going to do the, one more story. By the, way, the LA Kiss. Did you guys hear the comments Morrissey made about Kevin Spacey? As if you could get me further from Arena Football Team. Tied he said, into, tied into what, a Kiss concert. This is what Morrissey had to say. It's like a fucking force field, <laughs> like 70 miles around the stadium that I will not get near. Impenetrable. I fucking love it I'm when Simmons from men. Kiss. Kiss.com. I love it when men come out and just speak their mind because they're used to doing it. Yes. And all of a sudden they're doing it and they're getting backlash. Right. That's right. People are like, no, dude, that's not fucking cool. Yeah. So that's what Morrissey had to say. Oh, uh, Morrissey. Stephen Morrissey. Yeah. As far as I know, he was, he's talking about Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, he was in a bedroom with a 14-year-old. Kevin Spacey was 26, boy 14. One wonders where the boy's parents were. Well, One wonders if the boy did not know what would happen. Let's not victim blame. I don't know about you, but in my youth, I have never been in situations like this. Never. I was always aware of what could happen. Good for you, dude. Yeah. When you are in somebody's bedroom, you have to be aware of where that can lead to. I mean, do you, if you're 14? That's why it does not sound very credible to me. It seems to me that Spacey has been attacked unnecessarily. Unnecessarily? I, I mean, I, he's been like, of rape. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. I don't hang with, with celebrities or anything. And I've heard like four stories about Spacey doing something. Yeah like on a commercial shoot or at an airport. Like I've just, it, it's just come out like over the last couple of weeks of people like in that. I know like this yeah. guy was putting it out there and like creeping people out for decades. Oh, yes. I've, I've heard people call into radio shows like with first hand accounts of being invited to parties by Kevin Spacey and walking in and having it be like Gamara in the party. That's a biblical reference. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, Morrissey is one of the more douche. insufferable He's guys. He's such a douche. Never heard you. Like he, he, I remember he like canceled on Letterman because they had a guy doing hamburgers. Yeah, as like the cooking segment, and he can't be in the same show where somebody's eating meat. He just and like he, like he just played the Hollywood Bowl, and the Hollywood Bowl had to switch to falafel that night anyway, because they couldn't serve meat. Hey Morrissey, fuck you, dude. Yeah, 
Stephen yeah, Morrison. He can go far. And also, is he still is he still claiming to be celibate? Because I remember in the eighties when he was big and everybody was into Morrissey, his whole thing was like he doesn't fuck, like he's sad, he doesn't fuck or anything. I, but he's gay, I will right? Say, he's gay. He's a gay man. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I I will say I do like that one miserable song. That uh, uh, please I let me get what I want or whatever. That's a pretty mm, good song. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he's he does his thing well. The Smiths are pretty badass. I don't know. It's it's always better when these but guys he's, die. He's young. he's he's like an anytime you're just known as the outspoken gadfly. Yeah. Like you're a prick. Yeah, like you're an asshole. And like this is this is not surprising for him to have another asshole take on something. The guy still sells fucking tickets too, man. He's popular. Uh, what else, Kate? Besides Stephen Morrissey, I, I like to keep calling him Stephen Morrissey because I want it known that I that's know. Where gonna, his entire that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna end Stephen my Morrissey. Pre-Thanksgiving pop culture roundup. That's it. Do you have a favorite um, Thanksgiving item? Rue pie? Do you have a Thanksgiving back home in the lower part of the world? We do not celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, like, do you it's have, got do nothing you have to do a, with a the country specific... I'm from. Literally nothing. No, we get it. But do you have something like it? Do you have a specifically Australian... Holiday yeah. where we murdered like, all our indigenous yeah, people. You did do well, that. Well, we um, we've done that. Too, not on this. You, no, you we don't, didn't. We don't I've have an event in Australia yeah. where we went around and m- murdered. Oh, but you did. Aboriginal but you people. Did oh, yeah. Do that. I, I. I mean, let's let's stop there. Your people did the, do that. The Aborigines have plenty to say. Oh, yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying we don't have we don't like an event. It. But we don't have an event. Like we may have over the years, but we don't have like a. Yeah. There wasn't like a war, or there wasn't like an event where we went around and slaughtered them. Well, there wasn't that. At well, that's not there what wasn't, we're that wasn't that here either. You've During made the that Civil up. War, I think a lot of Indians were. No, there, there, were, not, there were a ton of times where we were awful. We're not but celebrating this was actually a that. nice occasion. Yeah. Just saying. Do you really think that? 1621. I don't know. No. I know that you guys killed a lot of Indians. Well, not me. Right. As you originally yeah, My parents my parents came later. <laughs> no, we don't have anything like my, Thanksgiving. My people didn't come over on the prison You have ships, no holidays. The early prison None. ships. Um, they have Australia Day. We have like an Independence Day. Which is like 4th Austra- of July. Australia Day. Yeah. Which and is we a, have yeah an Anzac April. Day it's an commemorating a battle Anzac yeah pivotal battle but uh, no and I don't have a do favorite you like American Thanksgiving do you like dish. American Thanksgiving um what do you like to eat on Thanksgiving I like to eat dark meat turkey mm-hmm. mashed potatoes with gravy correct really good stuffing yeah of course and gravy go. what about pie and I like fre- I like um like homemade cranberry sauce yeah. What about pie? I like pecan pie oh, yeah. with like a good creme fraiche. Oh, yes. Creme fraiche. Delicious. You like all the right things. Yeah, she does. Yeah. What about? I tell you what I don't like. I don't like that jello? funky green bean casserole uh, that you guys are into. I don't like yams guys. and marshmallows. No. Oh. No, we're, we're like, anti that. I don't right? like we're any of that. that. We're um, Weird stuff, I'm going right. to call it. I don't offend anyone. To right. me, it's weird. To right. you, it might not be. To me, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Have you guys ever had, this isn't the green bean thing, but there's a thing that's like broccoli and it's got like a, like a crispy, like breadcrumb layer over oh, the yeah. top. It's a casserole. Oh, yeah. And I think there might be some cheese or something that's in it too. Good. It's yes. delicious. It's good. very oh, it good. Oh, it is. Yeah. It I is. like that. Yeah. That's not a staple though. That's not a regular item. Uh, okay. That's it for everybody. Ed, do you have anything else to add? Uh, have a uh, safe, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You too, Ed. Fantastic. All right. Have a good Thanksgiving. Um, to everybody within the sound of my voice, thank you very much for being part of the program. You and yours 
enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday. Share this podcast with your friends and family during that time. Maybe play it. Turn, turn down the football game. Chargers. Chargers are playing the Cowboys. The Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. As to the as to the Detroit Lions. Lions. Yep. It's the two teams. Now there's three the games. Vikings. Now there's three games. And the and the skins play the Giants. Right. So there's just one and those two to the third game is just rando teams play each other. Does Bryant right. does that's, Bryant that's Gumble still di- call it? That was the th- Oh, does he? No, well, at first that when was the first butt, did it. the butt fumble game was the like the night game yeah. that random one. What, yeah, how does football work on Thanksgiving? Is there it's like one on. game? There's three games. Wow, it's weird because we just like know, detailed I was, that. I was reading something. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately before you started talking, we had just finished. I was talking. literally not listening. Yeah, we we have um, three football. The games. Lions and Cowboys always ha- host a game. That's right, always. And then there's now there's a third game, and that's at in the evening. What are the Lions? Where are they from? Oh, Ooh. interesting. Lions, Michigan. Yep. Yeah. Did I get What's, that right? You should know. It's you a did, city, but though. well, they're a, ta- a city in yeah, Michigan. City in Michigan. So I don't know any only cities. Only one city in Michigan that anyone could name. I don't know any cities in Michigan. Flint. It's the Flint. Oh, from Michael Moore's from Ann there. Ann Arbor. Oh, Ann Arbor. Yeah. I know that. No, that's, that's not it. That's where oh. Iggy Pop is from. Uh, it's Detroit. Detroit. Oh, yeah. Detroit, Detroit right. of course. Okay. I do know that city. Um, what about the Cowboys? That's where Kid you, Rock's from. Yeah. Do you know where the Cowboys are from? Yeah, Dallas. All right. Excellent. Okay. That's a pretty cheesy team, though, right? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Cheesiest. Sorry if you're a, cow, a Cowboys fan. Yeah, Don't be sorry. They're assholes. Yeah, they are. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, okay. Excellent job all the way around. We appreciate you. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, this has been episode 196 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanksgiving.